Welcome to a new episode of the Solo Female Traveler podcast. And today I will be interviewing Jasmine Kat. She is a self-love travel coach. How cool is that? And the creator of Tour de Jazz. So Jasmine, thank you so much for being here. And I didn't say anything about your solo travels because I want you to share that with us because I know you have a really cool story. Ah, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me on today. And yeah, you're right. It's um, my journey into traveling is definitely one of unexpected uh, being unexpected for me and everyone I know as well. So um, I would I would love to share the story with you, and um, maybe it will inspire other people to. It's hard to say inspire people to dream big because it was never my dream. It was never something that I thought about, and it just um, I guess inspire people to go with the flow. <laughs> would okay. be the best way to say it so, that works yeah. as well <laughs> <laughs> to just take the signs and and go with what life throws at you and sometimes it can work out pretty well so um yeah I've been traveling for in February will be 10 years wow so for someone who never wanted to travel it was something I picked up pretty quickly and um I've been to only I've only been to 20 different countries but I've worked in four different countries. So I've worked abroad and lived abroad and traveled solo, traveled with friends. Um, and I've kind of done it every way possible. I've planned everything and then I've planned absolutely nothing. So I've, my evolution of travel has been um, one of learning along the way. Definitely. <laughs> I, I think we all so, do, you know, we, we go with, before the trip, we go with this idea. And then while we're in the trip, it's like we, we see how everything starts changing and maybe things don't go as planned as like, like don't match the ideas we have before the trip. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I was definitely the person when I first started traveling to before I go book everything, have every day planned out, know what's going to happen. And then, and then I kind of learned along the way that mm, you can probably be a little bit more flexible and it's not as scary as you think. You can just go with the flow. And then I changed completely and I just would book one night accommodation and a one-way flight and figure the rest out along the way. So that's kind of, it's changed. <laughs> Everything has changed, but um, for the best, you know, you learn, you learn. But I was um, never expected to be a traveler. I came from a family, well, I come from a family where they don't, my, my parents don't have passports and my family's never traveled. We, they haven't left the country. Wow. Um, we didn't grow up, you know, talking about travel or going on holidays or anything like that. And um, yeah, it was completely by surprise. So when I was 18, I had left school, I had just turned 18 and I was working four part-time jobs, wow. all in different things. And I was living in Sydney, Australia. And I would just, I remember I worked 86 days with no days off and I would just go from one job and then drive to the next job. And they're all very different and always busy, busy, busy. And I decided, okay, I'm 18 now. I should get a real job and I should, I wanted to break into the corporate world. And, and my dream was to be a personal assistant to someone very rich. And that was what I was going to do. I was going to be work in the city in Sydney and be a business gal, which is so not me, <laughs> but be a corporate business gal and work my way up the ladder. And this was my idea. <laughs> wow. So, what a change. <laughs> right. And who gave me that idea? I don't even know where it came from. Like 
when I was in school, I wanted to be a journalist or a dance teacher. Um, and then, yeah, I, I just, I guess I thought, well, I need to be professional and professional means corporate in a way, I guess, when you're young and you don't really know the world yet. So that's how that figured out. So I went on a mission online to, and I applied for, I remember, I think around 100 jobs and just in everything. I applied for everything I could see. And I sat by the phone and I thought, okay, I'm going to get so many amazing opportunities and have so many options to choose from. And nobody called me back. Wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, well, this, give it time. They will come, you know, <laughs> there will be an amazing opportunity. And then one company called me back. And actually the job that I had applied for was for a nighttime receptionist security guard. And crazy I didn't have any qualifications and I hadn't done a lot of reception work I was in predominantly hospitality but I knew that I wanted to get out of hospitality and never go back so when they called me the company it wasn't like the dream call of you know it was basically the call started with a rejection so they said to me hi you know uh, we are from such and such company you have applied for this position you are not qualified you know, you, you can't, <laughs> how you applied is even crazy, but how about a job in the restaurant? I thought, oh my goodness, this is exactly what I didn't want. I didn't want to work in hospitality anymore, right. but no one called me back. So what was I to do? I thought, I thought, no, okay, just do the interview. And you know what? I'm so glad that I took the opportunity because it changed everything in the world for me. So, so that's my little tip to start, you know, always chase opportunities even if you're not sure because you never know what can come so I went through wow. with the interview and it was amazing it was for this company and I could perform and dance and, and be a waitress and meet lots of people and it was an amazing company and I was pretty excited you know even though it was waitressing and they offered me the job I thought okay good it's full-time perfect let's just try it and at the end of the call, they said to me, okay, you've got the job. Um, we will look after the flights for you. You will fly out in three or four days time. Wow. And I thought, <laughs> yes, I hung up. I was like, great, perfect. Thank you so much. Hang up. I thought, hmm, hold on. Where in Sydney do you need to fly to? Like what? And then I got the contract through and actually the job was um, on a remote tropical island in the Whit Sundays which is the Great Barrier Reef. Oh my God, <laughs> and so I, did, awesome. I never even heard of the Great Barrier Reef before. Like I was very sheltered. I didn't know anything about Australia. It's very embarrassing, but my geography was terrible. And I Googled it, the, the Whitsundays. And when the pictures came up, if you've ever seen the Great Barrier Reef, I was like, what? Oh my God. And I called oh. my mom and I what do I do? I have to fly out. Like I had, I was just 18. I would have to go to this place. It's still in Australia, but um, yeah, I would have to fly there, move there, live there. I know nobody go to a job, you know, full-time, my first full-time job because before I just worked everything part-time and it was like everything in my whole entire world was changing. But I, I thought, okay, wow, <laughs> let's wow. just go. That yeah. <laughs> Just by taking opportunity, you got the opportunity to work at the Great Barrier and like at a tropical island. Right. Wow. Yeah. And this place that I hadn't even heard of before. And I left within a few days and it was 
crazy. It was so crazy. And I get there. I know no one. I don't know the job. First time living away from home. And um, there was a lot of backpackers working there because it was like a seasonal resort. And I didn't even know that backpackers existed. I didn't know you could go and work in other countries. And it was crazy. I was, I didn't know one single thing about travel, (laughs) nothing. And I met all these people that, you know, had come from across the other side of the world and they were working and living and moving around. And they had been to all these countries and Asia and, and everywhere. And I listened to their stories and I I learned from them and I, it opened my mind to this world I didn't even know of. And from there I thought, well, yeah, I guess I'm going to travel the world too. And I remember one person said to me, Jazz, you need to see the world. You will love it. And even at that stage, I thought, well, I, I, how do you get out of Australia? Like I didn't expect to travel still maybe in Australia, but not outside. And, and when she said that to me, I remember thinking, wow, like, how, how does she think I could see the world? How, how could I see the world? And yeah, it just stuck with me and eventually things just progressed and, and it was amazing. And yeah, now I've seen, I, I see the world. <laughs> like it's, it opened my mind to so many things and it was such an amazing opportunity just by accepting that phone call. Um, my entire world changed. So, and I've never lived in Sydney again. It's been almost 10 years and I've worked around different places in Australia. I've worked around different places in the world. I've seen and traveled normally pre COVID I'm full-time international working and living abroad. Um, And yeah, so it was, it was very interesting (laughs) to say the least and unexpected. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's, it's amazing what happens when you just say yes. And like things start unfolding and like just one opportunity takes you to another one and another one and another one. And then you start like creating, you know, then you start realizing all the things you can do and create it where you want and go where you point where you want to go. Wow. Just, that's yeah, amazing exactly that you said right. yes. <laughs> amazing that you said yes. I'm so glad. <laughs> okay. And you know what? Now uh-huh. I always think of that. Now I always think of that because there's been a few things in my life that I didn't plan and it all happened the same kind of way that I never expected to go down a path and it was a chance that just got thrown at me and it was something that kind of happened meant to be so now I know that this is how my world works so when there's a really crazy opportunity that comes up I just say yes okay (laughs) and then see what happens instead of thinking about just like you sit back and like, oh, I know something crazy is coming now. <laughs> I recognize these signs. It's so exciting when, when you get into that mindset because, um, you know, there is like this idea that you have to be, get, to be ready and then the opportunity will show up. But I don't know from what I have experienced yeah. and like from your stories that, you know, the opportunity shows up and then you get ready. <laughs> Um, that's exactly right. I agree with you. It's you never wait till until you're ready because you're never ready. Are you like, it's, if you plan for something, you're never going to be ready. Some, I mean, some things you have to prepare, but a lot of the time it's better to just jump into things and, and see where it takes you because you can always change. You can always evolve. And yeah, it's, if you don't challenge yourself to do things that you're not ready for, you won't grow. So it is best. Just try it. <laughs> Just yeah. say yes to things. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
So um, that's a great story. Uh, thank you for sharing that. So can you tell us how did you get into travel coaching and why travel coaching and what is well, travel coaching? And <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's another crazy story, actually. Like I said to you before, all the things in my life that are big things that have happened were all by accident. So <laughs> um, travel coaching came about for me actually during COVID, during the pandemic that we're going through at the moment. And I was working full-time overseas um, as actually for the same company that I worked for when I was 18. I had a gap in between a seven-year gap and I went back to the company and I was entertainment manager now. So from waitress to entertainment manager and it was my, my dream job and I wanted to become general manager. So it was perfect. Everything was great. I was working in Japan for one and a half years and I was getting my next contract to go to the next place because you just move around everywhere. And when COVID hit, we got sent home. So I packed a little small carry-on size suitcase for just two weeks, expecting to come back to Western Australia. And then I would go to Bali for a few weeks to relax and enjoy and then go to my next destination. Within, I think, three days of being in Australia, everything closed, the borders locked down. And I was just, I just hadn't, I didn't ever expect it. Even my family is all in Sydney and I'm on the West Coast. Even I can't get to the to Sydney. So wow. like everything locked down completely into little bubbles and it was crazy. Like in Western Australia, you couldn't even drive three hours. It was locked down. You had to stay wow. in your area. So, and I never expected this to happen. So of course, as you can imagine, it was very crazy for me because I was I knew that I had to get to my job my job was opening soon um, and I couldn't get there. So I, I think I was looking online on a travel page, trying to make money online because <laughs> I'm a traveler, you know, we're not rich and <laughs> you just have to work everywhere you go. So I thought, Oh, it's a good opportunity, make some money online. And um, then I can become a digital nomad. Why not? And I saw um, somebody say that they are a travel coach. And as soon as I read those words, I thought, I don't know what this is, but I'm going to be one. Like this is something that I have wow. to do. And I straight away looked for some more information and I found the course and I was very hesitant because I never, obviously I wanted to go back to the company. I didn't have any plans of starting an online business or, or anything like this, but just the opportunity to be able to use the last almost 10 years of my life to help people, which I didn't even think that, I didn't realize how powerful travel was. I knew I loved it. I knew I would do it full time, but I didn't realize how it can transform people's lives and how you can help people with that. So yeah, I went through the process and I did the course. Um, and I'm, I'm currently doing a course as well to become a self-love coach because for me, uh, my, my mission is to empower women um, to travel and use travel as a transformational journey for self-awareness and personal development. So I believe self-love and travel go hand in hand. And a lot of the time when we're traveling, we forget about self-love. So it's really nice that we can put these things together. But for me, and I started a travel blog during COVID as well. And, and my brand, Tour de Jazz, um, was born during COVID. So yeah, it was a, a big time of change and, and refocusing and finding a new mission and I guess the passion was always inside, but you, right. I just didn't know how to use it. I didn't. And when I found the avenue, it's amazing. So everyone says you're crazy. Travel coach during pandemic. What are you thinking? 
but um, I know <laughs> I know how valuable it is, and I know so many people now understand how valuable travel is in your life. When it gets taken away, you really realize it's important. So I I believe the industry will boom when um, everything opens. And to be honest, for this work, it starts before you go anywhere. So we can start right now. You know, it's three steps. It's before, during, and after. So, you know, you don't, you can start the work as the travel coach right now and work with people to get them ready and to get them thinking in a different way about travel. And when they start to think in a different way about travel and about they're going somewhere to improve themselves and to develop and learn about themselves, they're going to think differently about where to go. So it's a big, it's a big journey and we can still definitely plan everything right now. But yeah, that's, that's the next accidental story of my life <laughs> about how everything just happened accidentally. And I think it's, it's gonna, I mean, it's, it's great. Like I, I actually, uh, when I first learned about the con concept of, the, of travel coaching, even though I am a traveler, I was just like, during the pandemic? Like what? But then it's like now I see I see so much value in it for sure, um, and of course yeah. like tra travel will come back. It's like we you know yeah. we always will want to explore, and I know that once the conditions are right, we're just gonna go all out there, and and maybe people that were yeah. a traveler before now will be. <laughs> yeah, I I agree with you on that one. I think there's a lot of people that haven't considered travel before, but now that the option is not there and that they have to stay in their same place and they see other people and how valuable it's been to them, um, I think they will reconsider. But I guess the travel coach people, it can be different for everybody. There's people that focus on budget traveling. There's people that focus on traveling solo. And for me, it's about transformation. Um, but yeah, it's very interesting. We don't book trips. It's not a travel agent. It's very different. So <laughs> people, I guess travelers, like, you know, you're a traveler and I'm a traveler. They would think, why would I need somebody to help me? I will just book my own stuff and I will just go. But yeah. it's, it's different. It's about using it um, for a purpose. So, you know, if you want to, if you, if you want a life coach or if you want a financial coach or if you want a mindset coach, you go and you find the professional that has done it and can help you with that. And if you want to, um, yeah, use travel to learn who you are and to, and to grow, then you get a coach. <laughs> awesome. Can you uh, give us an example of travel as a transformational tool? Like how, yeah, absolutely. Can, in what way you can use it? So, I mean, I believe that um, you grow as a person during travel and in the fastest possible way, especially traveling solo. I guess when you're overseas or even if you're traveling within your own country, when you're away from your base, everything is new. And I think you sometimes go into the survival mode. You know, you go into the mode that where, uh, where am I going to sleep tonight? What, where's my next meal coming from? Am I going to run out of money? Am I safe? Um, what am I doing? You know, so you have all these elements and, and we are always in a rush and we are always just surviving. And sometimes we don't take time to be conscious while we're traveling. Um, so to use it as a transformational tool is to be really conscious while we're traveling of where we are what we're doing and taking time to really understand ourselves, how we react to different situations that we wouldn't really get in normal life. Normal life just goes by every day can sometimes 
be a little bit the same. But when we're traveling, there's so many new experiences happening all at the same time. And instead of just going into autopilot mode and just um, and just surviving and, and just doing everything and, and getting everything done, to really slow down and be conscious and, and acknowledge how we're feeling. When a situation comes, see how we react to that. And that's how we're gonna learn about ourselves. Um, and for me, I've done a lot of that later, not in the, in the, now that I know <laughs> that you can use it like this, I do it in the moment, but for a long time, I was just surviving and having a great time, but not being conscious of where I was, of the amazing opportunities I had of, you know, uh, how, how it took me to get somewhere. Like it, it's a big deal. You know, the people you're meeting, um, these experiences are incredible. And it's not every day we get these kinds of things. So when you take the time to reflect and understand how you've gotten somewhere and how you deal with things, that's when we really, truly, I believe, learn who we are and what we want to work on, what our strengths are and, and what our, maybe we could improve. I've learned a lot of improvement through travel for sure. <laughs> but it's just, it's just the fast-tracked version of life, I think, because there's so many situations in a day um, I was, I said to someone yesterday, I traveled Vietnam from top to bottom in eight days and Vietnam wow. is quite a big country, but that is, that was quick. you can imagine the amount of experiences I had in eight days from travel compared to eight days in the real world. And, you know, when you slow down and you reflect on those experiences and everything that happened to you and yeah, how you felt during that time and how you reacted during that time and, and your needs during that time is when you really know who you are because you just have so many different things that you can learn <laughs> wow. at that time. And the people you meet, the people you meet as well, it's just everybody is free and, and easy and they want to share and they want to give and they want to help so much more when they understand, I guess, that you are out of your element, you know, that you're not in the normal day-to-day. -day. People are so kind that they can be. So I think it's it's very different. I just... I really, travel is amazing. That's <laughs> awesome. Sometimes we can do it and not realize how amazing it is. So to take that time to think is very valuable. Yeah, so I wanted to ask you, what's the, the role that reflection plays in solo traveling? And yeah. It's huge. <laughs> okay. It's huge, the role that re reflection plays. And, you know, I can reflect for the last 10 years. You know, this is what I think when you reflect in the moment it's completely different to when you reflect later both have benefits for sure you know both are very important but for i can give you an example so uh, let's talk about journaling so journaling was something i always wanted to do and i never made time for now i do make time for it luckily but i i, I hate to say i wish i but i wish i did it sooner so say you're planning your first ever solo trip and you're nervous you're, you're so excited you've wanted to do it forever finally you've got the courage to do it and you think you stop and you think about the emotions and the feelings that you're proud of yourself you're excited to go on the journey but you're really nervous are you going to run out of money and are you going to meet people or are you going to be alone the whole time you have some hesitations so if you journal you write all of that down you know you write all your feelings you get it out on the paper as you're going on your trip you're journaling, you're talking about all the fun you're having. Maybe you have a, a, a challenging day. You're writing about all of that. You get home, you then reflect on your trip and, and say what you've learned. 
you open back up to the first page and you see, oh, I was really nervous that um, I wouldn't meet anybody and I would be alone this whole time. Um, I was excited, of course, but I, I had my hesitations. How you feel at the beginning of your journey to how you feel at the end is very different because once you have achieved something, you forget how hard it was. You forget how you felt. You forget the hesitations. You just remember someone says to you, wow, you traveled solo. How do you do that? And you just say, oh, well, it was easy. Of course I did. I wanted to go, so I went. And you forget who you were before you went and, and that it was challenging for you to come all of this way. Wow. So if you didn't have that first page and you remember who you were back there saying, you know, I was really nervous and I'm excited, but I'm scared, then you can't see how far you've come. But when you have that first page and you look back and you read and you think, wow, I didn't even know that I felt that way. And look at me now, like it was easy. Of course I could do that. I can, I can do so much more. And that's how you measure your growth. I believe that's how you can see it physically, how far you've come. So yeah. And when you reflect on something that from a long time ago, of course, your perception changes of your journey. So yes, you can still learn, I believe, by reflection, but the, the real power is to, is to document the whole way. So, you know, exactly in the moment and you, you don't miss anything and you can see how far you've come. Wow, that was a beautiful answer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, where, where can, uh, so where, where can, I know you, you also made, I know your Instagram, I saw these beautiful travel journal pages. So where can people, where can the listeners find you, find your page or your, uh, your web page or your Instagram and all that? So I have um, my website, tourdejazz.org. Um, I, I can send you the link if, if you like. And um, so I have a travel blog and I have my products and services on there. And I have some great freebies as well for people to download. Um, and if maybe if journaling is something that they want to start doing, but they're not sure how, which was me, I was that person not long ago, I've created some downloadable things that are enterable directly into the, you can enter them in your phone or in your tablet or your device, whatever. And they're free for people to get started and things like affirmations and gratitude and, and visualization. So there's some prompts in there as well, but I have also created the travel reflection journal, which is a 50 page ebook, which is downloadable to your device. Um, and it's fillable directly from your phone, your laptop or your tablet. So it's like having a journal that you would write in, but on your device because travel things have to be light. And sometimes you don't always take your journal with you on a bus tour on your way to an excursion or something like that, but you always generally have your phone with you. So um, you can tick all the, the checklists so you can write directly into the device and it's a guided journey essentially where you go before your, your trip, during your trip and after your trip, you reflect as well. So it's a journey again, to be able to measure your, your personal development. So we have things like one of the tasks, you know, you write down your soul fire checklist, you write things that make you feel passionate. And as soon as you do them, make you happy and things that are really important to you, you write down your happiness bingo. So again, things that you love. Um, and these are things that throughout your journey, you're asked to reference. So if you're having a, a challenging day, it says today, focus on three things from your happiness bingo and make sure that they are a priority to you. So it makes you remember to do things you enjoy. 
there is one thing at the very beginning to write yourself a letter in six months time and what you're proud of yourself for overcoming. And then at the end of the journal, it's writing yourself, uh, read yourself a letter from six months ago and what you've achieved. So it's kind of a big full circle. Wow. And it's when you choose your destination to write down everything, like why do you want to go there? What's your motivations? What are the things that you want to keep doing while you're away? What's important to you that you don't want to forget about? Um, there's goal setting in there. Uh, there's, there's gratitude. That's really important. There's affirmations. So it's really a journey for people to be really conscious of where they are and what they're doing, how they're feeling, to write everything down. And then when they get home, that's when we talked about, they can see all of their growth and, and they can see, you know, also to document the little things like travel, like your favorite place that you went and, and the, your favorite food that you tried and what was really amazing and what did you achieve this week that you um, are really surprised about your accountability checklist in there as well. So, you know, so it's so easy for us to forget the things that are important to us when we're in that travel survival mode. So it's about being conscious and making sure you're doing things you enjoy, doing things that are really important to you and not forgetting about them and prioritizing them as well. Self-care, self-love. So um, yeah, there's a lot in there and it's really designed for people to learn about themselves, who they are, and um, of course, to have a good time and to measure their, their success. They can save it every trip. They just need to buy it one time and they can save it each trip and, and enter it directly. And there's plenty of space in there. So that's also on the website. And I have the Etsy store link on there too, to purchase it. You buy it, download it straight to your phone. It's ready to use straight away. <laughs> no time to hesitate. Let's get started right now. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Yeah, um, I will put the link in the show notes. And uh, thank you so much. Jazz, it was such a pleasure talking to you. And thank you so much for all the amazing things you shared with us. And your story is just oh, amazing. <laughs> and oh, thank you so much for your time. I'm really happy to be here with you today. Mm -hmm.